octopus have nine brains. One mini brain in each arm and another in the center of their bodies. Each arm can independently taste, touch, and perform basic movements. But all arms can work together when prompted by the central brain. And welcome back to Zero Credits, the show where we talk about things. My name this week is Henry. And my name is So What? I've Got a Brain Too. I think I understood what you were saying there, John. And together are Henry and I Think I Have a Brain, John, coming at you to discuss the cultural happenings of that there zeitgeist in order, in order, in order, in order to protect the world's oceans. I have never, I mean, quick aside, we're not the ones protecting the world's oceans. That's White Gladys. Excuse me? I'm sorry, do you not know about White... I thought I was going to throw you a White Gladys cue and you'd know exactly what I was talking about. Uh, first of all, what? And second of all, what is White Gladys? Uh, do you know what an orca is? I do. It is uh, what is it? commonly known as a killer whale. Yes. Do you know what a yacht is? Yes. That is commonly known as a big boat. Have you been made aware of the spate of yacht to of orca to yacht attacks that have taken place off of the Iberian Peninsula? I hear they're up. They're very up. In fact, they've identified that there is a pod of orca that are orchestrating attacks on yachts, seemingly led by a unique orca named White Gladys. I'm seeing this now from Slate.com. Whales have attacked plenty of boats before. This time is different. White Gladys and her crew are coming for your yachts. White Gladys is definitely coming for your yacht. The anti-capitalist movement is alive and well in the orcas. I am so happy that our, our war cries of eating the rich have finally landed on an audience that can do something about it. They're trying to eat the rich by attacking their yachts. I mean, what are we supposed to do? We're so cucked by Citizens United and the legislative process. We're not orcas. Orcas can do whatever the fuck they want to do. Yes. Um, see, it, <laughs> this comes from Anna Gaskow of Slate.com, who writes, Over the weekend, the internet found a new hero. Anti-capitalist, direct, action-taking killer whales. And that is the best sentence that has ever been written. Uh, It's an incredible sentence. I think the White Gladys news was new about a week ago. There's been a couple White Gladys developments, though, that I would like to make sure people are aware of. Uh, I think that it's this is maybe my favorite thing. Uh, A lot of people are ascribing a certain uh, animus to White Gladys, uh, supposing maybe White Gladys had like a negative run-in with a boat or a yacht and then uh, started to attack them and then taught other orca to do the same. And while that's a very uh, cool avatar, the way of water way to look at it, the, the reality of how orca behavior works according to like orca specialists is way funnier (laughs) oh okay i am seeing a paragraph here describing what you're saying um scientists quoted in the live live science coverage hypothesized that a critical moment of agony traumatized matriarch white gladys and led her to a start attacking similar vessels 
but you're saying that it's a funnier approach than this. Yes, that's much more valorous. Uh, I think marine biologists who specialize in uh, what ocean mammal behavior, whatever orcas are, whales, I don't know. Uh, but the the social hierarchies, the, a lot of people in the, I guess, uh, marine biologist community were saying that White Gladys was teaching other orca to attack yachts because the attacks are increasing in frequency and the pod is growing. Most likely what happened is that White Gladys just started attacking yachts one day. No one really knows why. White Gladys might just have seen a yacht and thought, that seems like a fun thing to attack. Why not? You know how you get a wild idea sometimes. Yeah. And then Orca, much like humans, do things to fit in and to be cool and in an in-group. So one Orca probably saw White Gladys attacking a yacht and said, well, goddamn, if White Gladys is attacking a yacht, I don't want to be the only motherfucker out here not attacking yachts. (laughs) (laughs) So it learned from White Gladys and kept, and more and more Orca are seeing more and more Orca doing this. Like, wow, attacking yachts is like the coolest thing. (laughs) And, And I think a marine biologist was quoted as saying, this could continue for years, but it is most likely a fad. (laughs) Uh, I'm just picturing like a dad talking to its young uh, pop, its young orca pop. And the dad's like, well, if all of your friends attacked a yacht, does that mean you have to? And the young pup just goes, mom's the one attacking the yacht. (laughs) (laughs) She hasn't been home for days. They're a matriarchal society, these orcas, it turns out. It is uh, so funny to me that we are treating this as like an emo phase for the orca. (laughs) It, it, it is funny because some people, uh, I think the response to that was, oh, it's a shame. This is going to stop soon. Scientists are saying it's a fad. And those same scientists were like, no, these things can last for like years. Yeah. I mean, so if you think about it, think about some of the great stories that have been told throughout our time. Pinocchio, mm-hmm. <laughs> Moby Dick, mm-hmm. that one Chris Hemsworth movie nobody saw. Uh huh. Of course. Yeah. Uh, whales have been attacking ships for a while. Yeah, and you know what? I I'm here to support White Gladys, and I will say on this podcast we do take the stance that if you, as an individual, own a yacht or can afford to regularly charter a yacht, you have different and fewer rights than everyone else. <laughs> because I think that maybe there's some obligation to protect the public from animal attacks but not if you own a yacht yeah sorry um a an orca just ripping a yacht apart i think that's nature telling you to get out of the ocean i mean honestly like i we we had this harambe conversation i hate to bring up harambe because it's the least funny thing on the entire world but i'm like We shouldn't be surprised when animals attack us for being all up in their shit. And we also probably shouldn't kill the animals for doing that. You know what I mean? Right. No. If anybody should be penalized in this situation, it's the people driving the mega yachts through the territory of the orcas. Because they're the intruders. Yeah. I mean, if, if you get attacked by an orca, go somewhere else. I'm sorry. 
And then we could go in there and we could make the argument, yeah, well, if 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 nature is the ultimate arbiter of this, we have guns that can kill orcas or whatever, so we should win. But also, come on, everyone knows that's stupid. Don't kill whales. Don't kill whales. Yeah, I mean, come on. You know, we can say this as well. Moby Dick, Pinocchio, Jonah from the Bible. As a uh, fish. Oh, was it a fish? Just a big flounder? It's a big... Well, a lot of people have have translated it into a whale, but it's supposed to just be a big fish. Oh, even stupider than I remember. Yeah. Uh, Well, probably Jonah and the fish. Uh, I'm just saying, in addition to our society, human society, being obsessed with whales attacking ships, we've also generally agreed that it's a dickhead thing to do to hunt a whale. Don't hunt whales. Whalers, there's, there was that whole, remember in like the early 2000s, there was like a TV show, it was like Whale Wars or something? Oh yeah, um, the the Sea Shepherd was featured prominently in Whale Wars. Yeah, where a ragtag group of eco-terrorist uh, slash protesters har- harangued a whaling industry that shouldn't have existed. I think, that, I don't think in, in any fiction or fiction that has like pierced the public consciousness and become popular has a whaler been a a largely sympathetic figure that you're not supposed to hate a little bit whalers not good people don't kill whales honestly yeah i mean whales the blue whale of course is one of the biggest animals on the planet so how could you look at something that large and majestic something that should should make you feel so small in comparison and think I bet I could use that thing's fat to render oil. Stupid. See, this is why the yachts deserve to be attacked. Exactly. Um, That and, I mean, if the triangle of sadness taught us anything, it's that yachts and mega cruise people are one of the last bastions of making fun of people. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I... Listen, you have fewer rights and we should be able to make fun of you whenever. These are the... It's punching up, so that's fine. Yeah, punching up is good. It's great. It's good. It's encouraged. In fact, uh, we should be teaching kids in schools, always punch up. Yeah, punch up directly through the hull of a yacht. This is great. I commend White Gladys, the defender of the seas, and I wish her well and her endeavors to just take on all of the yachts. Yeah, I will continue to bring you White Gladys updates as they emerge. Uh, as they um, as they breach, as they surface, <laughs> uh, watch this space for more for more White Gladys news. But I have an update on something we talked about last week. Oh, me too. But yeah, what do you got? Oh, is it Reddit? I got Reddit updates. I also have Reddit updates. Um, what? Okay, yours yeah. are probably uh, better prepared than mine because mine are uh, remembered from an article I read this morning, not in front of me. Okay. Uh, well, I, I just want to give a brief update. I don't want to dwell on this too long, but the protests have changed in their tune. A lot of uh, communities have come back uh, because it seems as though the CEO at large, whose username is Spez, has threatened to remove moderators in charge of communi- communities unless they, they came back. So a lot of them have come back, but not fully uh for example the very popular r slash picks has come back but only t- to allow 
users to post pictures of John Oliver looking sexy. Yes, uh, I, I I have seen that. So moderation is back and in in full effect. And uh, it's come out that apparently this is pure speculation and conjecture. We are in the realm of gossip and rumors. But it has come out allegedly that ChatGPT was largely trained on Reddit data. Uh, that would make sense. It is a, a huge amount of uh, of written text, meaning that the the people OpenAI, the people behind ChatGPT, used APIs to scrape Reddit data in order to train their language module mm-hmm, language model uh, that everyone is so obsessed with these days. And by doing so, quote, unquote, I don't know how it's, there might have been a monetary opportunity there that some might perceive as having been lost. Mm-hmm. However, fuck that, because you don't uh-huh. own the fucking data, because uh-huh. it's all user generated. Uh-huh. Uh, that is... Fascinating. You know, it makes sense because AI researchers are fucking obsessed with Reddit. Uh, So it it makes sense that an LLM would be trained hugely on Reddit data. Yeah. Uh, So this, the API changes are to prevent the, uh, the entity of Reddit not getting, you know, profiting off any future endeavors that might happen, which is just bullshit. Because and you're hurting a lot of third-party applications in the wake that had tons of tools that you don't offer. So that sucks. Uh, it does suck. I, I do know that a common complaint about ChatGPT is that it provides incorrect answers with a very high degree of certainty. So now yeah. it makes sense that it was trained on Reddit. Actually. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ChatGPT is just a, a white guy talking out of its ass. <laughs> it really feels that way sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 does not, uh, it does not have the, the riz. Uh, <laughs> it does not have the riz. It does not have the riz as, as me, people who are children like me say. Also, of course, Black Cat, a ransomware group uh, committed a phishing attack on Reddit in February and is demanding $4.5 million unless they roll back the API changes, which, you know, good on them for hitching their horse to that wagon so they could get in the news, but I bet they probably would have asked for a bunch of money even if this wasn't happening. Yeah, they're they're opportunistic uh, Robin Hoods for good, but yeah, the hack happened a couple of months ago. So you sat on that until something came up or were you going to plan something else there? Something more in the the realm of ransomware? Let's see. They got access to internal documents and data, including contact information for employees and advertisers. Yeah, they were probably just going to sell that. Yeah. Else. And maybe they already have, to be honest with you. Mm, probably, if we're being honest. But yeah, uh, other. I think there was one other sort of form of new protest uh, because some moderators have discovered that if a uh, non-safe-for-work communities are not allowed to be monetized, so oh, Reddit gets no money from their more risque communities. Mm-hmm. So uh, a uh, a subreddit by the name of Interesting as Fuck went not safe for work recently 
in an effort to rob Reddit of ad revenue. Good. It's pretty, I like it. Pretty cool. So sub, subreddits are coming back mostly to post pictures of John Oliver uh, or to invite uh, content creators of a certain con- brand of content to, to come post of their community to rob Reddit of ad revenue. I mean, you got to keep them not safe for work. Exactly. I feel like to me, honestly, um, the solution's a lot more simple than hiring anyone just make like the top pinned post uh, a picture of full penetration on any on any subreddit that's not safe for work yeah and and here's the twist we show it we show it you have to make sure that it's in like the public (laughs) it's it's creative commons which i'm sure there's something out there on wikimedia you can use probably yeah and then uh, you're not safe for work baby fuck reddit yeah, let it burn to the ground. I mean, either way, the community of Reddit has been irreparably damaged. Uh, a lot of, uh, what do they call these things? Subreddits have just got, just gone away from the platform altogether. Uh, and you're not going to find a way to repair it. So, you know, just let it burn, let it die like Twitter is... You know, currently circling the, the the drain of existence. Yeah, it's amazing how hard it is to kill a platform, though, as, as so Twitter hard. is as Twitter is showing. Now, I know last week this continues to be last week part two, but I know that we gave the creators of that byline website a lot of shit for being the most New York people in existence, and we stand by that. However, oh no. I would like to say that if Byline or anything like it succeeds, that is actually genuinely a net positive because there need to be more places for people to have their voices heard rather than these like monolithic distributed platforms we have. That's that's really all I can say. I don't like Byline, but more things like it need to exist and succeed so more people can have different communities. Kill all platforms that is the official stance of zero credits absolutely yes um that is a good message and i i feel like we we kind of i might have been two in my cups when we got to them Uh, oh no they they deserve scorn i'm i'm not uh i'm not saying they don't deserve scorn i'm just saying they deserve scorn and i hope their thing succeeds yeah all right, cool. Well, that wraps up old news. And now the rest of this podcast episode will be tilted like a hamburger or whatever whatever huh? that article said last week. Tilted like a hamburger. Like they wanted their the the pages of their website yeah. to like be tilted, you know? And be a burger. And be a burger. Tilt burger. Tilt burger. I am starting a new indie media enterprise called Tilt Burger. All right, cool. Can I come on board? Uh yes. You will awesome. be our senior UX researcher. User experience. Nope. <laughs> Ugly xenophobes. xenophobes. Z- I don't, don't want to be a <laughs> chief officer of ugly xenophobes. you got to research them. I don't want to. I'm so tired of reading about bigotry and hatred. <laughs> hey, guess what? We're starting a new platform. you got to learn how to like it. Okay. Uh, let's move on to new business. New business. Uh, breaking news. Andrew Tate has been charged with rape and human trafficking. Yay! Well, you can't say 
good to good that he's being charged and i hope nothing but the worst things for him yay i i really do i it's great get him out of here it's good news get him out of here because he's making the world worse in at least two different ways one he's really uh fanning the flames of a certain kind of violent ignorant misogyny that is really toxic and also he's he's just one of the most upfront bald-faced grifters on the planet just really his all his hustlers university shit the longer andrew tate has a platform and is out there the less faith i have in humanity get him away absolutely i mean so the best news obviously would be that time travel were invented and all of his crimes were undone mm-hmm. in such a way that it didn't have any ramifications echoing backwards or forwards um but the good news is for the crimes he has been charged with he is now facing an opportunity to receive justice inflicted upon him i don't know how to speak about this yeah i don't i don't love the penal system or the carceral state but if it does put him away for a long time that would be great um i'm gonna throw another solution out there phantom zone phantom zones up there for sure um we got to get that phantom ray from the fortress of solitude though yeah uh, lego batman right Superman? Lego Batman? I'm sure it was used in Lego Batman. It was used in Lego Batman. I just I'm watched sure. Lego Batman for the first I'm, time. I'm so happy. For the first time? Yeah, for the first time. Never seen it before. It's really good. Will Arnett does a great job. Yeah, no, I loved it. Yeah. Anyway, Andrew Tate, rotten prison. <laughs> if yeah. you If you're guilty, rotten prison. In Romania. If, yeah, in Romania. A Romanian prison. I mean, <laughs> Which also, it would be pretty hard for... Let's be real, Mr. Tate. It would be pretty hard for you to not be guilty, given what everyone knows about you and what you've just, like, you know, put out there. But we'll see. Alleged. But, you know, we'll see. We will see, indeed. What time shall rot. But for the meantime, uh, it's funny. (laughs) It is funny. Listen. Couldn't happen to a worse person. <laughs> when things are funny, they just are. They are. They are just funny um, when they're funny. And uh, speaking of things that are funny, uh-huh. <laughs> currently, that also ties into this theme. I don't know if you you picked up on sort of a theme with the opening and then the, uh, the white Gladys pivot. There's a little theme of ocean happening in this this week's episode oh a maritime zero credits a maritime zero credits indeed because i wasn't tracking this story at all in fact i saw it pop up a few times but in the background it was it was kind of like the opening of a horror movie you know where there's a tv on in the background and there's like a news bulletin that's that's playing and the, the main character is going about their life and they're not paying attention to it. But it turns out it's real and it's happening and it's here. Uh-huh. 
John. Henry. As we speak, there may or may not be a submarine. Yes. That was touring ta- a, a, a tourist submarine mm-hmm. that was exploring the wreckage of the Titanic. And it may be missing. It is missing. It is, in fact, missing. Uh, yes, a submarine operated by God. What's it called? Ocean, Ocean Gate, Gate Expeditions, Expeditions. Uh, went missing off the coast of. Uh, I was it launched from Cape Cod and it went missing off the coast of Newfoundland. Is that what happened? Uh, so, according to the media brief released from Ocean Gate Expeditions, uh, I think they might be in Saint John's, Newfoundland. Mm. Newfoundland. Uh, yes, it is currently missing. It was a, um, kind of an extreme tourism company that offered deep sea expeditions, including one to go to the wreck of the Titanic. Tickets started at $250,000. Five people are currently missing as of this recording and have not been found. Uh, and that is uh, the, the the current state, and I'm trying to uh, deliver this with some amount of gravity, but that is currently what's happening. And more and more details are coming out about this submersible uh, as, as the situation continues to develop. Um, one very noticeable, notable tidbit about the submarine that we learned this very day is that it's controlled by a wireless gaming controller. Uh, yes, <laughs> it, it is indeed. I, uh, I do have a article up about that exact same controller. Yeah, and it's been misquoted in the news a couple of times. A lot of people keep saying it is a PlayStation controller. That is incorrect. Yes, it is uh, very incorrect. The real answer is much funnier. Yes, it's a the, the real <laughs> the real answer is that um, the submarine uses a thirty dollar Logitech gamepad. Yes, a Logitech F seven one zero from the year two thousand nine. Uh, also. In addition to this gamepad news, which in and in of itself is is a huge tidbit of information about maybe what possibly could have gone wrong. Mm. Um, but apparently the submarine also uses lights that you could get from a camp, a camping store. Okay. Uh so maybe like an rei maybe i think it was called camper world (laughs) very good camp oh so maybe from a website specifically for rv campers yeah um contains light from camping world apparently now of course uh, additional technical specifications of the and I don't know the terms but additional technical specifications of the craft is that it is a I believe it is a fused hull or fused fuselage craft which means that it's kind of two pieces that are sandwiched and then fused together to withstand the extremely high pressures of a deep sea expedition so there's not like a door or anything on this thing 
Oh, it's really? Just what, once you surface, they have to like cut it open, basically. Yeah, and that is apparently not that uncommon for a uh, for deep sea watercraft, especially ones that do have viewports. And this one uh, claims to have like the largest viewport of any extreme deep sea expedition craft, whatever. Fascinating. And all of its controls and electronics are on the outside. It, it seems amazing. Um, yeah, apparently in 2022, uh, a, a report by the Canadian Broadcasting Channel, uh, OceanGate founder Stockton Rush, who we must note is aboard the missing ve- vessel, uh, gave a tour of the missing submarine, revealing the bare bones interior that holds five people in a space about the size of a minivan. Uh, that sounds horrible to me. I, you could not pay me to get in this thing. Even if you told me it would never go underwater, that's too small of a space. Uh, but Mr. Rush was quoted as saying, uh, we've taken a completely new approach to the sub design. It's all run with this game controller and these touch screens. So if you want to go forward, you press forward. If you want to go back, you go back, turn left turn right, go up, go down, and it's Bluetooth, so I can hand it to anybody, and it's meant for a 16-year-old to throw it around. Super durable, and we keep a couple of spares on board just in case. Well, you know, if anyone else has experience with Bluetooth, we can all say that it's a very reliable technology that doesn't suddenly stop working for long periods of time for no reason. And that was a very good idea. Why not just use a USB cable, my man? Like, why not just keep it wired? That is my question. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know about you. Um, My phone is Bluetooth. I think a lot of people's phones have Bluetooth. Maybe all phones might have Bluetooth. That connection is not good. It's not good, nor is it reliable. Sometimes (laughs) I have to turn my Bluetooth off and on four or five times before it finds my AirPods. Sometimes it connects, but like in a really spotty way. And so like the, the audio cuts in and out a bunch showing that the connection isn't as strong as it reports. I think everything went downhill once video game consoles had wireless controllers. And now everyone thinks they can do it, including ocean gate, including ocean gate. Yes. Um, but you uh, know how it is. You start fighting over a controller who knows what happens next? Oh no! You think I want to play? They said, and then they crashed into the Titanic. <laughs> They're like, "No, no, no! That's the crash button." Oh, there's a button for <laughs> crashing. That is. Uh, but uh, more more things are also coming to light. Uh, is this? Come on! Is this? A... Don't be. Okay, it's not. I thought this was a. Behind a paywall, but it isn't, so we're good. I love the state of modern journalism. Yeah, so this is coming from uh, the New Republic dot uh, com. I don't, I've never heard of this before, but according to them, a uh, the missing Titanic sub once faced massive lawsuit over depths it could safely travel to. Oh boy, I did not know about this. Yeah. Um... In a, in a sum up by somebody else, because I'm not reading this, uh, apparently a, a concerned whistleblower complained in a lawsuit that the the Titan, which is the name of the submarine, 
uh, was certified only up the viewport on the Titan uh, was certified only up to 1300 meters. Uh huh. The Titanic's wreckage death is at 4,000 meters. Oh boy. So that could be bad. Uh, from my understanding, the, one of the biggest concerns with this, uh, rescue attempt early on was experts saying that it's very strange that something going to that depth had a viewport at all. Uh, so, because usually when things go down to that depth, it's all cameras. Yeah. yeah, I guess if you pay half a million dollars for something, you want to like see it in person. I get, I, I would be so worried about the pressure, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I guess they were not super worried about the pressure. I also found it odd that, um, Stockton, whatever his name is, uh, Rush. Stockton Rush, it took a very long time for us to hear that he was aboard the craft, right? Yeah. Like, we we knew of the other four people, but that came much later. I don't have a timeline, um, but maybe they were, maybe Ocean Gate was trying to save face by by hiding the fact that their founder was on board. I I don't know. I don't, I don't know the move. Yeah, I I really don't. I was trying to watch this as it uh, unfolded. And for most of the day, it was uh, only the four people being reported. And then eventually it was, uh, yeah, it might've been to save face. Who knows? Maybe they were hoping that it would be found and he would be safe. So they wouldn't have to say, Hey, our CEO is on board the thing that's still not been found. Yeah. Um, or like they were like, well, if, if, if he went on like a joyride and went off script or something, we don't want him to be punished when they eventually find him. So we're going to hide the fact he was on board. Yeah. I don't don't know. know. I don't know. Uh, Now there are a few theories as to uh, what is happening with the Titan. Uh, Now there are kind of two options for where the Titan could be right now. Of course, uh, this is Tuesday, June 20th, around 8.30 p.m. Central. Uh, so things will have changed one way or the other by the time this episode is live. Either the Titan is at the bottom of the sea <laughs> or somewhere in the sea. Or like a lot of submersible craft would do, it would have the ability to um, do like an emergency blow of its ballast. So oh, like yeah. blow all the water out. An emergency uh, so, breach. Yeah, so it could... Uh, and that's dangerous in its own right because gaining that much um, not altitude when you're underwater, but the yeah, yeah. the pressure differential can be so great it can kill you. It can kill uh, you. So, so who knows what it did. So either it is a speck in a vast ocean of water off the coast of Newfoundland or it's at the bottom of the ocean. From what I understand of the search effort, or, uh, search efforts so far is that a lot of the searching has been conducted on the surface okay. of the, uh, of the, of the ocean. Um, so I guess they were sort of banking on that, that emergency ballast ejection scenario. Um, what I have in front of me here is a media brief from ocean gate expeditions that does not go into great detail, uh, but it does say they're exploring and mobilizing all options to bring the crew back safely our entire focus is on the crew members and the submersible and their families. 
We are deeply thankful for the extensive assistance we have received from several government agencies and deep sea companies in our efforts to reestablish contact with the submersible. And we are working toward the safe return of the crew members. And that is all of the details they list. Uh, It's also maybe worth noting that there are, there appears to be, and I I cannot find the source for this. I'm trying to find it. uh, But there appears to be some dispute as to whether the initial statement that the craft has four days of oxygen on board whether that's accurate, a lot of people are saying that by the time it lost contact, it maybe had uh, maybe 10 hours right. of oxygen left. It seems spurious when people say that it had four days worth of oxygen. Some people are saying this is uh, giving them extra time to search without making people totally give up hope. Uh, but also when it comes to them searching the surface rather than below the ocean, I imagine... That's kind of the bet you have to make, because if you have to search the entire area under the sea, yeah. that probably drastically decreases your chances of finding anything. You also need special permission to launch undersea vessels around that area, because, of course, the Titanic is like protected by the U.S. government. Yeah, of course. Uh, um, totally makes sense. So I've got a, a Twitter person here by the name of uh, grumpy man uk who ch- who's apparently there's a place called marine traffic.com where you oh i'm looking that up right now that sounds like a hundred percent my shit you can yeah you, you can just you can check what marine traffic is going on uh he used a couple of filters and found three groups of various ships around the titanic location he's suspecting that these are combing the areas for the Ocean Gate Ex- Expedition Submersible, and by his count, there are at least 30 ships involved in the rescue effort. Um, apparently, a company by the name of Magellan Limited, pretty good name, a deep sea mapping company, already in re- waiting for approval to take off on their submersible to, to rescue the, mi- the, the missing Titan, and they are awaiting approval from the U.S. government. Uh, they have okay. a remotely operated vehicle capable of diving up to 5,000 meters and winching the struck and submiss- stricken. That's a weird word. Winching the submersible Titan out of the Atlantic. Uh, I'm trying to find it, but honestly, it's there's so many fishing vessels out here. Yeah, I don't know what he didn't go into depth about what uh filters he used and i've now pulled up marine traffic and it is oh my god there are this many boats there's a lot of boats out there jesus that's a lot of boats um i know you can click on them and you can see like oh god like where they're going oh this is weird uh wow this is really cool it really is i wonder what uh filters he used to be able to find this group of boats he found Oh, it looks like the Titanic's location is south of St. John's. Newfoundland? Off the, yeah, so directly south. I don't know why I'm using the trackpad. I got a mouse right here. Fishing, fishing. Why am I? <laughs> it's not like I'm going to learn anything else. <gasps> the Titanic! You found it? Status emerging. Wait, Emerging I'm... from the sea. Oh, God. <laughs> 
Uh, there's this cluster of ships right here. Yeah, but I think that I don't know fishing. I think they might just be fishing. Okay, I don't, so I mean, a lot of this still we'll take what Grumpy Man UK reports with uh, some some grains of salt. Uh, Atlantic Merlin destination deep water. And of course, if there are military vessels being tracked, they wouldn't have their information public. Oh, that would make sense. <laughs> and I, I think the Navy has been deployed. But uh, yeah, a submarine full of people who paid a quarter of a million dollars to go look at the Titanic is missing. And yes. the more we find out about the submersible, the more of an ill-advised journey this seems to have been. Yes. Uh, I don't know, man. I. It's important to have in your heart uh, empathy for all people. So I hope everyone's okay. It is tough for me at times to read things about like the the owner of a private aircraft brokerage in the United Arab Emirates and be like, aw. But you yeah, know, no, I that's get it. just me being bitter. It's it's no. tough to have empathy for the rich. Can I say it? No, 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 no. Absolutely, I I am completely on board with you. Um, it's really hard to hear that. You know, four let's say four passengers each paid a quarter of a million dollars. That's a million dollars right there. Yeah. Uh, two, one ticket alone is basically like ninety percent of my mortgage. It's <laughs> gonna I mean, take me. 30 one, years to pay off. One ticket alone is a completely life-changing amount of money for almost anyone on the earth. Absolutely. Yeah. For for I would say for 90% of people on the earth. For a- one person to see the Titanic for a couple hours, yeah. you could completely change someone's life for the better. For and the rest of their life. And the fact the fact the fact that they paid a quarter of a million dollars per person. And it wasn't even like a guarantee they would be coming back. Like they had to sign waivers, of course, freeing the company of any liability that of anything that might go wrong. It's like, no, if I'm giving you a quarter of a million dollars, this better be state of the fucking art. A quarter of a million dollars to be stuck inside of something the size of a minivan controlled with a $30 Logitech controller with a bunch of other insufferable millionaires and billionaires. Yeah. For hours. And once again, you could have completely changed someone's life for the rest of their life for the better. I I don't know. I, I would like to think if I had that amount of money... I wouldn't sign a waiver acknowledging that the Titan is an experimental vessel, one that hasn't been certified or approved by any regulatory body. I think instead of paying the money for that ticket, I would like to think I would do something useful with the money. It's easy for me to say now because I don't have that money and I probably never will. Yeah. (laughs) I I wonder where the line starts, right? Like I – I'm in a position now where if I needed to spend $1,500 on, like, a life experience, it's, you know, not the smallest amount of money in the world, but I'm like, that's something I could budget for and make happen, you know? 
And I would do that with like some abandon and regularity. I could give that $1,500 to a houseless person, probably change their life forever. Yeah. And why don't I do that? If that if I was scaled up sufficiently to become a billionaire, why wouldn't I spend a quarter of a million dollars to see the Titanic? I don't know. I I feel like at a certain point of richness, you gotta like look back and be like, have I been everywhere? Can I just buy a nice plane ticket and just give the rest of the money to people? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's you, I, you just lose perspective, I guess, because unless you get rich overnight, in which case you're more likely to give a sizable amount to people in need and donate to charity. Like if you're getting, if you're just gaining wealth gradually over time. It's you always feel like, well, I have to hold on to all the money I can. Um, but when you get to the point where you're spending a million dollars on experience, I feel like that's enough time to take a step back, say, I'm not going to risk my life. Maybe I write a check to a, an organization who can use this money uh, better than I could. And then I'm just going to go on a normal vacation to Disney World. I don't know. I, I hate to keep taking it out of the aircraft brokerage guy, but like his Wikipedia page starts in 2017 when he like broke a land speed record and he has an aircraft brokerage in Dubai. I'm not sure that this guy comes from like humble beginnings. So okay. may, I don't know. Maybe this is maybe one of the people... to be that rich. You have to have such a long line of rich people that you just can't identify with anybody else we're not covering any new ground here by saying all of this but it is frustrating yeah um but this is one of the people on the submarine yes i did not know that i think his name is hamish something something i keep picturing for some reason a family of four. <laughs> oh no 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 it it is uh i think a british pakistani businessman and his son and then hamish who's the dubai guy mm. I uh, love that YouTube channel, the Dubai guys. Um, oh yeah, they they Dubai things. They one Dubai. Of them, things. One of them cheats on his wife. Yeah, no, absolutely terrible. Um, and then there's like a undersea guy, like an undersea exploration expert, and then the CEO. Prayers up for that under that French undersea exploration guy. Hope he's okay. Yeah, hope he's okay. Um, I hope the kid who i mean his life wasn't written in stone yet he might have turned out to be all right we don't know yeah no uh also i say son i don't know if it's like adult son or not there's a 16 year old on board okay that's a child yeah. hope the child's okay and you know what i i'll say it i hope everyone's okay you hope yeah hope everyone's okay but if i had to choose it's going to be the kid and the French guy. The kid and the French guy come clawing their way out of the ocean. And they're like, guys, you wouldn't believe it. The Meg is real. <laughs> the, the Meg is real. The Meg is real. Biggest shark you've ever seen. White Gladys came. Fought White the Meg. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I just... I kind of just wish I knew some person with, like, a fleet of helpful vehicles if i just knew 
Like maybe like an award-winning director mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who just had a fleet of very appropriate vehicles for this situation. Yeah, like a like a director who has intimate knowledge. Yeah. Specifically of that location and subject matter and has had very weird interviews lately talking about how toxic men are. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, it just seems like this is a situation suited for a specific type of person, like a, mm-hmm. you know, like a, um, like a James Cameron type. Yeah. Like someone like James Cameron, like someone who could direct the abyss. Yeah. Someone who has an intimate knowledge and fleet of submersible vehicles that, could probably come in handy in this situation. Oh, let's see. Guillermo del Toro? No, he he's mostly about moths and curious cabinets. And and he's uh, eventually in the future he's going to be all about animation. He says he only has a couple of live action projects left. Oh, then he definitely can't go down there. Can't to the go Titanic. down there. Yeah. Not unless it's animated Pinocchio. Now, if only you know, I, I'm actually. I'm thinking of another time when there was like a, a tragedy with water involved mm-hmm. where like, a, like someone with just the most amount of money on the planet got involved. Yeah. Someone with like a lot of money, but no ideas. Yeah. And I think he went to like his rocket scientists and was like, make me a submersible vehicle. Yeah. I think at some point, he also maybe said that one of the heroes who was trying to save people was maybe a pedophile. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just wonder if that type of person would be looking for a chance to redeem themselves. You'd have to think that they'd be trying to redeem themselves in some way, if a person like that truly existed. Yeah, it's a shame that that doesn't... That doesn't exist. Also, it turns I think it the, their submersible they came out with was bad. Oh yeah. Also, that was bad and didn't help anything, and actually just turned the news cycle away from the actual heroes who actually sacrificed their lives to save a bunch of children. Yeah, man. Um, if that person existed, you can't imagine a society that wouldn't. <laughs> Like for like for real, describing just the facts of that, if that person existed, you have to imagine a just society would would you would you would you would love to imagine that. Yeah, I just I feel like there are so many people with means and not just means in a general sense, but like very specific means for exactly this kind of situation and it's made it's made news like it's made waves in the news cycle for so long that they have to know they have to know you know this is a classic fair weather billionaire situation yeah you think billionaires all hang out and help each other out and sure you know they'll give you a ride on their charter private jet they'll do the intro to epstein if you want but when the chips are really down billionaires are not there for each other they're fake friends they're fake friends they don't care about they don't, they don't care the planet. they'll take you a little saint james sure but if you need your life to be saved where are they
I don't know. You know, we all live on this this rock. You know, I found out the the Earth isn't a solid rock. <laughs> uh, did you find that out in like third grade? Yeah, I learned this in like third grade. It's like liquid magma all the way down. Yeah, a lot of it is magma. That's crazy. The middle uh, <laughs> is hollow. We. <laughs> And Godzilla lives there. We all live on this hollow rock filled with liquid magma we call Earth. And Godzilla, and I, liquid ma- filled with liquid magma and Godzilla. I, I would think these billionaires with all their fleets of fucking super vehicles would want to, like, I don't know, help out. Yeah, you know, it's a tough macro right now. VC has dried up. You just can't get out there and save people anymore. Oh, yeah, and the rates on loans. Oh my god, try to take out a try to take out a loan on saving a human life. It's it's just a, you just can't do it right now. It's just 7%? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Are Come you on. fucking real with that shit? Fuck off. Fuck off. Oh, anyway. <laughs> I uh, I like that you led in with Logan Roy's second catchphrase, which is, which is, oh no, I get it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was channeling, I guess, Tim Robinson doing a Logan oh, Roy. <laughs> yes, uh, I would love to see Tim Robinson uh, do a Logan Roy. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, speaking of people who are good. Uh, Twitter has been sued. Yay. For a quarter of a billion dollars. Um, yeah. Right? Yeah, that... Twitter, Twitter's also been kicked out of their Boulder offices in Colorado for failure to pay rent. They apparently have not been paying for a lot of things. That's kind of Twitter's MO right now is just not paying for shit. Uh, it appears as though one of the things that they are not paying for is music, because the National Music Publishers Association, uh, ew, uh, NMPA, I'm going to call them NIMPA, is suing Twitter on behalf of 17 music publishers representing the biggest artists in the business, yada, yada, yada. They're trying to sue Twitter for a quarter of a billion dollars because they argue that Twitter reclaims uh, revenue and value from uh, copyrighted music that people are not paid back for. Uh, they state their case, their case primarily on the DMCA, the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, which, as we all know, is great legislation that allows you to uh, harass someone on the internet for any reason for using anything that you might spuriously hold a copyright claim to. This is like when two big monsters that everyone hates are fighting. But you want one of the monsters to win because then you've only got one monster to deal with. Yeah, this is Disney versus the Santas. We all... <laughs> yeah, of course. This is uh, Godzilla versus Kong, Disney versus DeSantis. Yeah, we, we, we all know the drill by now. Yeah, Twitter being... Really, taken. this is all we do. All, all we do is, is watch things we hate fight. Yeah, that's absolutely. Like, what else is there to do? We can't make a difference. Nothing we love is ever fighting and winning. It's just things we all hate fighting with each other. We're like, yay, fucking... <laughs> The the company that kills you in your sleep won a won a victory against the company that cuts out your tongue. Slay. 
<laughs> Slay Sleep Death Company. Oh, go off, new overlord <laughs> king. I'm I'm just gonna say, go off, Raytheon. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, DMCA versus Twitter. Um please <laughs> please Nympha versus Twitter. Nympha versus Twitter. I'm I'm, I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> Uh, DMC is bad. Twitter is bad. Hope they have to pay a lot of money and I hope Twitter goes away. (laughs) They're not gonna fucking pay. Like they're, they're refusing to pay rent in all of their offices. Like (laughs) the, the, the fascinating thing is the reason why NIMPA is suing them is because there were, there was an active effort by old Twitter leadership to better comply with the DMCA and pay artists directly. Very similar to like the recording artist contract that TikTok uses, for example. TikTok is actually a pretty good example of a company that pays people for using its music because it has tight integrations. Uh, But Twitter does not have that. And when Elon Musk took over, he just shut down the negotiations completely. So now they're taking him to court. Amazing. Power move. Power move, you know? Yeah. Why, why comply when you could not? Also, DMCA is bad. It is. It's bad. It is. It, it has stifled creativity uh, and, and harmed human innovation in a way that we may never recover from. But hey, at least Badman might lose some money, right? Yeah. I mean, he's got to bankrupt Twitter by the end of the year for me to get my bingo square. So you better hope they win. That'll uh, that'll put him further in the bankrupt category. Yeah, I'm kicking myself because I didn't think a Titanic takes five more lives would actually happen. I nearly put that on my bingo square. Yeah, that is a shame. I had um, anti-capitalist orcas. Oh, did you? I did. <laughs> oh man this this year is proving to be super unpredictable i will say like it, uh, ricky gervais hasn't even died yet i know man we're halfway through the year and the scoreboards are not looking good they are not looking good i i still have a couple dark dark horse picks you know antichrist could still be ascendant yeah but we'll see we'll see we'll see well and you'll have to stay tuned folks to find out if all of these things and more happen. But for now, John, mm. we have covered a lot. What have we learned? Uh, we learned that orcas are our friends. Octopuses have brains. Uh, there, are, there are rich people at the bottom or the top of the ocean and Twitter's being sued. Wow. Very close to... Uh to some david byrne lyrics there <laughs> uh this there is rich not my, people at the bottom of the ocean <laughs> um this is not my beautiful house this is not my beautiful wife but this has been i will say a meticulously well-researched episode of zero credits and the streak continues the how long can i keep getting away with it <laughs> you have half a year it Don't is fumble now i know why would i ever make this stupid bet But for now, I hope you've enjoyed our aquatic-themed episode of Zero Credits. Hope it cools you off in what is sure to be the hottest summer that we have gone through recently. My God, so fucking awful. It was 105 degrees today. We're going to die. It is 113 degrees in parts of Texas right now. 
and ERCOT, the beautiful organization ERCOT, is struggling to fucking keep up with demands. Wow, who could have seen that fucking coming? But hey, at least Greg Abbott signed and shot and struck down a law mandating water breaks for workers. Isn't that fucking great? We have no time to get into that. But like, Jesus Christ, how evil do you have to be to deny people a fucking water break? I am going to grow as many trees as possible on my property in the hopes that they finish. Yeah. Um, but no, for, just kidding. Just, just kidding. Allegedly. Sometimes, sometimes I seem to call for the death of people on the podcast, but I'm not actually. And you're a dumb, dumb, dumb little dummy for thinking that I'm doing that. We're going to bleep the hell out of everything we've said tonight. But for now, here is how you can get in contact with us. And we encourage you to do so. Excuse me for a second. This is what I get for staying sober. Uh, I also stayed sober. Very tired. I'm super fucking tired. But I feel better for it. I am tired. Here's how you can get in contact with us. Just reach out on the failing twitter.com at zcpcwhj on twitter.com. And I believe uh, John knows what that stands for. That's right. It stands for Zenithal Chromatic Pixel Curation with High Juxtaposition. That is correct. I can't believe he just went with the answer. That was crazy. Uh, but yes, send us a tweet on there. We'll be in contact. We'll, re- we'll retweet you. We'll retweet everything you've ever tweeted. Just reach out to us and, and, and say, I want the zero credit special. And we'll do that. Uh, if you have a longer inquiry that you want to reach out to us for, you can send us an email to zero credits is a podcast at, at gmail.com. And we will be in touch. Uh, business inquiries only. John is typing. What is he going to say? I can't move on. I, Oh, I changed it to Gmail. I changed it to Gmail. (laughs) Let the record show I did start to say email.com, but I changed it to Gmail, damn it. Anyway, we are on a number of social media sites. Please try to track us down and return us to our owners. We are very lost. We're on a number of podcast services such as, but not limited to, Google Podcast, Amazon Podcast, Apple Podcast, whatever other pod scrapers exist. Good Pods, Pod Chaser, etc. Whatever app you're current, oh Spotify, whatever app you're currently listening to us on, uh, if you could please leave a rating and a review on that service, it would be great. It helps us climb the charts, and it helps our moms respect it. Mom respect us. Why did I correct that? I felt very wrong. Here we go. <laughs> Cut all this. This is all fucking garbage. <laughs> It helps our spouses respect us. Um, But the most important thing that anyone can do for us, besides giving us a grant to do this forever, would be to spread word of this podcast using them flip-flap flappers on your flip-flap face. Uh, Tell somebody about the podcast so we can know them. (laughs) 
so we can invade their minds with our words. Tell a friend, tell a coworker, tell your boss, get fired by your boss and stalk your boss. Allegedly haunt your boss after you're gone. Word of the mouth is the only way we can survive. So please tell people about the show. Tell them we talk about funny things like rich people dying at the bottom of the ocean. How hilarious is that? So funny. No one feels any remorse or regret that we covered that in excruciating detail. Ha ha ha. Word of the mouth is the only way we can survive. I think I said that twice. (laughs) And in case anyone is looking for additional White Gladys content... Uh, in between your reads of Dear Deidre, uh, when you're on The Sun, the most uh, accurate and not at all lies newspaper in the UK, give a quick read to the article titled, I looked killer whale white Gladys in the eye as she tried to sink my boat. Now I know exactly why she's on a rampage. That's from The Sun, right? That's from The Sun. Yeah, I saw that one. And from everyone here at the Zero Credits White Gladys, we'd like to wish you a happy week. Goodbye. Goodbye. And sink those yachts. Sink them yachts.